Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is Marco. This is Owen. And this is Luke. And we're East of Eden. And you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, uh, a.k.a. Ludini. Uh, today, uh, we have another interview with the band East of Eden uh, from uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. And uh, it's uh, going to be a good time. They are a good uh, rock and roll band with uh, really uh, catchy uh, uh, songs. The song we're going to play for you guys a little bit later on is just uh, you. I tell, I'm telling you, you're going to be humming it within the first, like, 20 seconds of it. It's, it's a great, great tune. Um, but you are listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our uh, website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Check back often for uh, the updates with all kind of new interviews. Our music podcast, the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus, airs every Sunday night on Facebook live uh, at 8 p.m. But don't worry if you miss it. You can always catch it back at the website, ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Uh, speaking of rock and roll and websites and uh, getting the word out there about music. That's what we do here. I have uh, taken some of my uh, marketing skills that I've been working on, putting together for the past 12 years or so with all the courses and everything I've taken. I've been in the internet marketing for a long time now. And uh, just, uh, putting them, it's a good use to help out musicians. So if you are a musician and you'd like to know more about how you can leverage the internet to help grow your fan base and to uh, maybe get the fans that you already have a little bit more engaged, uh, go to lulombardimusic.com backslash more fans now that is Lou Lombardi music backslash more fans now and uh, I can get with you on the phone and we can uh, put together a program that help you out to help you show uh, show you what you can do out there there's so many options there's more than one way that isn't just Facebook ads it isn't just Twitter it isn't just Instagram there's just so many ways a lot of things you're already doing that uh, could just be tweaked around it'd be you'd be really surprised so hit me up at lulombardimusic.com backslash more fans now now uh, we have a, a as I was telling you guys, we've got East of Eden here. We've got uh, Luke, Marco, and Owen on the line. We've got the you know three of the members, uh, based out of South Florida. Uh, East of Eden has been revitalizing rock music with catchy choruses, infectious rhythms, and unparalleled energy. And these guys got energy. Guys, welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. How are you? Hey, Lou. Thanks for having us. Oh, cool. Great. Good. Good to have you guys here. Awesome. Um, why don't we go around and. Uh, the room here and i will start with marco i don't know i just like to say the name marco it's a cool name so we'll start with marco <laughs> we'll start with marco marco give us a little bit about your background tell us uh why you are uh why you love music so much why you're so into it and one uh unusual fact that most people do not know about you <laughs> all right so um well first off thanks for having us Lou. really really excited to be talking with you today and and um just spreading the good word about East of Eden, but I've been playing music my whole life. Uh, I don't think there's been one instance where I haven't just either been at a piano um, or had a guitar in my hand. You know, funny enough, as a child or as a baby, I come from an Italian um, and Spanish background, and so there was like a mandolin laying around that I brought home with me at like two or three at an aunt or uncle's house, and I thought that was a guitar. Okay. <laughs> for a while. Uh huh. Um, but 
yeah, I've been playing music my whole life, been based down here for a while, and um, just love writing music and, and playing with with these awesome guys around me. What uh, uh, other than other than the noodling around on a mandolin, like what yeah. got you interested in in rock music, though? Oh, so I'd have to say that's my dad. Okay. Um, always playing different classic rock bands in the car. I think the the first band that really stood out to me that where you have your first instance of oh, this is my favorite band of all time okay. has got to be Queen. Oh. Um, I Brian May is my guitar hero, and when it comes to thinking of great songwriting all around a band that stood the test of time and, and continues to stand the test of time as one of the, if not the, one of the greatest rock bands of all time is Queen. So it started with Queen, um, nosedived right into the Beatles, or nosedove right into the Beatles. Um, and then the list goes on and on. You you name a lot of these classic rock bands that those have been rock bands that have stood out for me more, more so than newer bands. Gotcha. Well, you, yeah, and and I I I definitely sensed uh, you're you're the guy you're doing the solo on Happy Endings, right? Is that you? That's right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Right. So I, can, I I see a little shredder vibe going on there too. <laughs> so I'm digging it. Um, awesome. Luke, let's switch gears for a second. Luke, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story? How you got into <coughs> why you're so into music, and why uh, uh and, and something interesting. So tell us some like crazy fact about you that you know most people may not know. All right, Luke. <laughs> um, so, this is Luke. I'm the lead singer of East of Eden. Um, yeah, music is the most important thing in my life, honestly. Um, besides, you know, love and family, music is something that's been with me since I, I can remember. Um, the Beatles were the first big band that I started listening to, and they introduced me to harmonies and. Um, I I can never I can never now listen to a song without hearing the harmonies, and that's all thanks to Paul and John. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, and actually, you know, that's that might be something that people don't know about me is that, like, you know, I when I listen to a song, I kind of dissect it while listening to it. Hmm. Like, I could I can tell you the guitar part. I can tell you you know almost everything about the song if i really love a song yeah and const- I, I don't just listen to it i'm hearing potential harmonies i'm hearing things that could have gone there things that could have been done here um you know and people like things like the bass people never i don't think many people appreciate the bass but when you're a musician and you're really listening to a song and you hear a good bass riff man so, nothing like so, it so do you have any um uh, well, JT, your bass player is not here, so. Uh, but you know, maybe we get to talk to him another time. But uh, do you do you have a uh, like any kind of formal music training, Luke? Because it sound you sound very knowledgeable. Um, you see, I know. Okay, <laughs> yeah, all. all right. Um, you're, you're just a prodigy. That's all. <laughs> oh no! I, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go saying that. But um, <laughs> it, like, I, it started on the piano, similar to Marco. I don't. We. I think it's just the ear for it, Lou. Yeah, um, gotcha. You know, we I've never really had formal training. I eventually, like, taught myself theory, music theory, you know, later on. Hmm. And, um, and you know, you tell me to play a, a chord, obviously I know what I'm playing, but right. it's all by ear. You yeah. I mean, yeah. like, Marco and I can, you, you tell us to play a song that we've never played before, or we could 
pick it up and, and play it for you, like if we knew it off the back of our hands. So. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, cool. So, I'd, like to, I'd like to add to that really quick. You know, not just you know, not just Tim and I, but really, I, I think the whole band has a really good ear of uh, a really good way of knowing when less might be more. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think that speaks to the not just you know a couple bandmates, um, but the whole band, and I think that's what's really been pushing us as well. Definitely. Uh, Owen, let's talk to you, buddy. I, I don't want to leave you out, bud. So, so tell us a little bit about your story, how you got into playing music, and something interesting, some interesting fact that maybe not too many people know about. Keep it clean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, out about ninety percent of the facts. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, I, uh, I've always had an ear for music. My parents, like Marco, and uh, I think a lot of people had a huge influence on my musical taste growing up my mom tells a story of i was two or three years old in the car seat and she remembers not hearing from me for a while i was being real quiet so she looked in the rearview mirror to check on me and i was playing air guitar along with one of steppenwolf songs just <laughs> that's banging, awesome you know so and i didn't even know that till later but there was a point when i was 13 years old um, sitting in the car waiting for my parents they were getting ice cream and I just wanted this I was probably throwing a temper tantrum I just didn't want to be with them uh, being real angsty but I, I landed on this rock station and Green Day's Holiday was playing and my 12 13 year old middle school self that was dealing with adolescence just lost it and just <laughs> found some kind of uh, I don't know, sanctuary, just amazing, just beauty in this, in that music. And, and had, there was a moment too where I realized that there was a person that, whose life was playing that music for a ton of people. And that's what he did. And mm-hmm. from there, um, I wanted to learn how to play guitar, was just so hungry and fascinated and, and just fired up about rock music. Um, and that really ignited a fire within me. And from there, I, what solidified it, I remember my, my grandmother passed when um, I was 16, on my 16th birthday. But before, when she was um, dealing with, with cancer and, and on her way out, she, uh, I remember I hadn't seen her in a while. And I was, I was, in, um, I was in the hospital room as, as she was um, dealing with, with all the medications and everything. And I had just started figuring out the guitar and getting okay at it. And I remember playing, just fiddling through and playing. I was playing. I remember I was playing a Coheed and Cambria song, actually, okay. the one, one of the first ones I knew. And I just saw the reaction that it got from her and how much it broke her down. And and she was, you know, tears welled up. And and it, I just remember at that moment thinking and realizing just the power that music had to be able to connect with people on such a deep level level and communicate emotion and, and express and. And it was at that moment I, I saw what I had in my hands um, and how it, it could affect people. And that really solidified the dream and the vision for me to, to make that a reality for myself. And, um, and it, from there, um, you know, as my music taste developed, I started going to these rock shows and I built up the courage to jump in the mosh pit and uh-uh. start <laughs> screaming along to these words I was listening to. Yeah. and. I've had some really intense, almost almost spiritual experiences in the middle of a mosh pit, all sweaty, covered in 
other people's sweat and just gross uh, primal moments, but just with really loud and aggressive, but um, emotional and raw music that just was, I was able to express myself in a way and find myself in a way that I hadn't anywhere else. So that has really been where I've found myself. And um, it's been a mission for me from that point to be able to provide that space for other people to do the same. Well, so. yeah, well said, well said. And, and, and there is that, that, I mean, I think it's one of the things that's been about rock music since it, you know, uh, people said that jazz was doing this, but I think that rock really kind of brought that in. And that is that sort of tribal thing. I mean, uh, you know, I think rock and hip hop really uh, just kind of touch that for people in a way that no other uh, genres really do. And you guys are able to do that uh, as well. But but it, it's but you have these super fun and it is it's super fun, super infectious uh, style. So let's talk a little about tell me, guys, give us a sort of Reader's Digest version of how how the band came together, how you three, four, five, all got together and became uh, East of Eden. All right. Marco, I'll let you uh, start this off. I'll I'll step in here. Okay. Um, So I, like I said before, like we all said before, music has been huge in our lives. Um, And a few years ago, Luke and I, Luke and I have known each other for the better part of the last 10, 15 years um, so we've always had that chemistry going, um, musically, you know, friendship-wise, just as people. And around the fall of 2014, winter of 2014, um, I was in a completely physical and and emotional and mentally a different place. And um, I was in a different part of the country, and I was all alone, and all I had really was my guitar, and I was doing something that I hated. Um, and I just started writing all these songs just one day, sitting with a guitar, writing out a lot of words that were just pouring out of of uh, my heart. And I realized, okay, so this, I have material here. The smartest thing to do is, is come home and, and reassess what I'm doing, um, you know, not just with music, but with my life at that point and, and try to figure out, all right, what's the next step? And... Um, the way I like to equate it is looking at the next step is like, I'm just trying to make it through breakfast. I'm just trying to make it through lunch. I'm hmm. just trying to make it through dinner, taking it one meal at a time. Okay. And so, like I said, with Luke, us being so, you know, great working together musically and as friends, um, one of the first people that I was conversing with about this and really planning on doing this with was was Luke and um, Luke came back from where he was at as well. He was in a different part of the state and we kind of started demoing a lot of different things out that following summer um, thought we were, you know, this was just like going to be a jam. We were just going to feel it out. And um, we were like, no, this rocks. Like this is what we want to do. This is the feeling that we get from this is unlike anything else. And so we started branching out and sooner or later, Owen found his way to us. And uh, we, we've gone through a couple bassists um, in the past and a couple drummers. Um, but right now, I, I, our lineup is really solid and, and uh, we've really grown, you know, not just as musicians together, but as friends, as brothers. And it's kind of indicative of 
you're doing something right. Yeah. No, you definitely guys are doing something right. Um, I want to play the track uh, Happy Endings, but before we do that, could, could you guys give me a little bit of like what's going on? Is this part of, are you guys going to release, are you releasing singles? Are you doing an EP? Is this part of an album that's coming out? Uh, go ahead, somebody, Luke, somebody jump in. Um, yeah, Lou, um, we have big plans for everyone, and this is coming real soon. We okay. have several, several other songs in the working currently, um, you know, and it bits by pieces. So we have, like, the vocals and the guitars recorded for some songs and then other instruments recorded for others. And um, really, we're putting together an album, and uh, this album's going to rock your socks off, Lou, I'm telling you. And <laughs> okay. it's going to be coming out in the next couple months. We're working very hard at it. Um, I... I actually current, currently go to FSU, so I'm a, I'm a little farther from the boys at the moment. Um, so, actually about seven hours away. However, I am extremely committed to this band. This is like my child, um, and I am coming home soon. At the end of November, we're going to finish recording some more vocals, put everything together, put all the pieces of the pie together, and uh, you'll have an album coming out right into your face real soon. Okay, good, good. Well, okay, we're going to come back and talk some more with you guys, but uh, I really, I've been wanting to crank this up. Um, this is the track, um, oh, hey, and just so I'll give you guys a little bit of the background here, because I'm not sure I explained this to everybody. The song is going to, song is being inserted in post, so... <laughs> Those of you that are, you're going, what the heck is he talking about? Because I wasn't sure I cleared this with the guys. Because you're not going to, you guys listening in podcast land are going to hear the song, but the four of us aren't going to hear it at this, at this time. So, um, but this is a song, this is a track called Happy Endings. Guys, I'm telling you, this is like super catchy. And, and when they say that these guys have unparalleled uh, energy, I think it just, get ready because the speakers are probably going to be like gyrating all over your, uh, your, uh, your, your, your stereo system here. So here we go. This is Happy Endings. East of Eden on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.
Okay, guys. Now, that is a super fun track. I mean, the, from the sort of like, uh, uh, you know, vocal right in the beginning, you know, we've got, you've got everybody kind of like singing along, you know, the way it builds up and everything. Um, who, now, who's the principal songwriter in the band? Or is it a totally group effort or Marco? Uh, are you doing most of it or what's the situation? Yeah. Um, a lot of the songwriting that's been done so far, um, the process has been, you know, I've, I've, I, I think for this, this project, I've always got my songwriting going, you know, the gears going in my head, but I think this project right here, I have, I had 50 or 60 songs coming into it, ready to go. Oh, and, um, 50 yeah. or 60, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd, I'd say at this point in, in, um, the band's growth, I would be considered the primary songwriter. Okay, nobody's gonna like chime in and like beat the yeah. crap out of you for saying. Okay, all right. <laughs> it was like a tense um, moment. Yeah. Like you know, okay. <laughs> what do you mean he's a principal? I wrote all the songs. Okay, go ahead. So we, we all we all contribute. No. Oh, go ahead. Thanks. Sorry, Luke. Um, I mean, we all we all write and contribute, but really, we we just can't keep up with Marco's uh, work ethic. And, I don't think anybody can. <laughs> So we've all we all have a song uh, or two that are probably going to end up being on the record that mm -hmm. each of us has written and have come to the table that we've all contributed to collectively. Right. But it's just, you know, I when we were first getting started and brainstorming ideas, I remember there was a two week period where Mar Marco had gotten sick and uh, I had a few ideas on the table I was wanting to bring to the project, and all of a sudden I get a text a couple weeks later, Marco's feeling better and. You know, he had sent me six or seven songs that he had tracked out and recorded demos for and vocals and everything was done and ready. And I was wow. like, holy crap, you know, how did... <laughs> you got to get up pretty early in the morning to beat Marco with the songwriting, guys. Yeah. <laughs> holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, it, Marco is... It's, it's, he's a freak of nature, Lou. Um, <laughs> this man writes songs like... Jimmy John's makes sandwiches. Uh, it's it's it is crazy, but um, you know the chemistry that we have as a band. You know, I can't even, I can't stress it enough, Lou. It's definitely probably one of the biggest parts of East of Eden, and why we're going to be changing the music soon. Um, and. It, well, one of the questions. It, let, 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 this is like leading into this. You have one of your one of the questions, and I love this because you guys actually sent me real questions to ask you. Uh, to, <laughs> that, that, no, it's actually helpful. Um, you have a question, and I want to put it out there because I think it's a good question. What? Why are you different from other bands? And does that have is because I think you're getting ready to talk about why you're going to change music. So, why? What makes you different from other bands then? What makes us different from other bands? Oh, you have the question. Well, I assumed you knew the answer. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we, were, we were actually we were talking about this uh, the other night uh, at practice and and we just we realized that a lot of bands are in competition with each other mm. and trying to um, one up be one up play you know be be the best you know the, it's in the language that they use almost you know putting out the best um, you know and just out out performing other people but really, um, what separates us from everyone else is, is that we're just in competition with ourselves. Mm. And so I think when, when other people are trying to just, you know, compare themselves to others and get their fan base or social media numbers higher than everyone else and, and rank their way up compared to where everyone else is at, 
we're really just more internally trying to be better than we were yesterday and and looking at it for the long haul how can we position ourselves to just continue to grow and outdo ourselves yesterday yeah. for the next 10 years and um keep that unity um the whole way who are and, you? Good. I, and I, I think that's really what's going to, to who, separate who us. are your who are your inspirations um because i mean you guys have touched on a couple things you know owen's rocking out the steppenwolf when he's three years old uh, and playing air guitar and you know green day and uh marco's uh, you know loves queen so who what is the sort of uh who's like kind of inspiring you guys uh right now uh with with music Luke, you want to start that one off, and then Owen, um, you take yeah, it. yeah. Um, you know, it's it's complicated because so many of us um, have so many different influences, Lou, and okay. uh, I think that's I think that's actually another answer to your previous question is that we have so many different influences brought together hmm. and um, different backgrounds. We all grew up, you know, different families and. We we came together and we made this pot pie that, you know, would never exist if we hadn't come together. Yeah. Um, and our music, I think, shows that there's a there's a sense of individuality in each of our songs. Like I I listen to our music and I'm like, I, 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 I don't hear other music like this. And I'm very excited for everyone to hear our music and to. Like I said before, knock your socks off. So, um, Marco, if you want to elaborate on that. Socks knocking music. I like it. Good. <laughs> I want to see what you got to say, Owen. I, so I, I definitely come from a um, 2000s rock. You know, I grew up listening to Green Day. I used to describe myself as if uh, Eric Clapton grew up listening to Green Day and Rise Against as far as mm. my guitar playing. Just um, because I really appreciate how he can, um, as a guitarist, knows how, when less is more, like Marco was saying. But, um, you know, Green Day was huge for me, got me into music, went through a metal phase with Avenged Sevenfold and was blown away by the guitar skills. And, and A Day to Remember brought me into this uh, world of more screaming, but pop it and, and combined both of those worlds for me with the metal and the intensity and the riffing guitar playing, but also the emotionality and raw uh, expression of the pop punk, like Blink-182 and and those. So that's been my world. And, and I've I actually played in a reggae party rock bands uh, a few years ago that um, has, has diversified my uh, portfolio, so to speak. Okay. With, guitar skills cool. so um i i just draw from i have a lot to draw from like luke was saying and, yeah. and um definitely was in i i took a music theory class too and and studied music theory and, and loved that um i have a little bit of um a math background so I, I just loved how the um emotions could be explained in theory with math and, and it yeah. that me away so and and studied you know Baroque operas and classical pieces, and and have a little bit of background with that. So I've um very diverse guys. Sounds very, very diverse. Did you wanna? Do you wanna chime in on anything there, Luke? 
because you have a I've, you have a really cool singing style. Um, you know, uh, you know you. what in the in the business, as they say, uh, people are really queuing on the vocals. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, oh, I'm a guitar player, guys, so so I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I totally get it. Um, but you know, in the in the sort of you know grand scheme of things, people are like, you know, they're they're looking at the singer, they're listening to the singer, they're queuing in on the words. And um, you do, Luke, you have a really cool voice, man. It's very distinctive, but you're spot on. You know, it's not like distinctive, but eh, you know, you got to work on that. It's like you have it. You have a style. You have a sound. You you can nail it. So tell us a little bit about your vocal influences. Okay. Um, well, you know, I never really thought myself as a vocalist until um, I hit high school and I was involved i was on a um a fine arts scholarship at my high school and i was singing in the choir i was doing musical theater i was doing anything involving music at my high school i was involved um and i think i have no one that i can thank more for really helping me define my vocal style than um my professor dr julie jensen who was a jazz artist she still um, is. And it was, she still is. Yeah, she's Amazing. actually in uh, Europe and touring all over Germany and all over um, Eastern Europe and whatnot. And she's incredible. And she really opened my eyes to seeing what I could do with my voice. And you know, I'm I'm a big guy. I'm six foot four. I and I didn't think I could hit notes that I can. Um, <laughs> I have such a high freaking range and. Uh, it's really cool to explore that with these guys because um, actually like happy endings, Marco can hit high notes as well, but I don't think we had had the the vocals in that song in that octave until like I just started like belting it. Yeah. And, um, that's, and that's it, just, really... it started following a different melody once you just you took yeah that, you interpreted it in a completely well, different well way. You, you have the power and you have the presence and I, I think that you know uh, with you uh, as out, out front there I think that this man has a, has a lot of uh, uh, you know um, what's the word I want uh, pop uh, uh, potential you know for for you know for more ma- mass appeal. Uh, just even beyond just the great songwriting and, and the great musicianship that uh, all of you bring. It's one of those bands where like, yes, this is like catchy, infectious, hard rock and stuff. But there's like a real depth of musicality or musical knowledge or understanding. Understanding is the word I want. I think that, 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 that kind of comes through with what you guys do. You don't just sound like, you know, like, okay, we're just, this is just some punkers, you know, yeah. playing loud, you know. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a big thing, too. We don't, none of this is BS. We all, we hold each other accountable. Um, there's not a single person in this group, and I don't think any of us would allow someone in this group to be where they're just half-assing and not right. uh, actually caring about how our music is coming out and how it sounds because we're not here to screw around. Yeah. We're it's, here to get things done. That's right. It's what it sounds like to you. So, so speaking of getting things done, we're getting towards the end here. I want to, uh, if you guys could tell us what the next six to 12 months looks like for East of Eden. All right. I'll, I'll jump back in here. The next six to 12 months, um, like Luke said and alluded to, we're working on wrapping up our debut album. Um, you know, currently free pro with all of that working out the best arrangements um next six to 12 months we hope to see you out on the road we hope to start seeing 
all of our you know east of eden family out there on the road we want to we want to see you lou we want to come up to pittsburgh <laughs> okay. we want to come up to pennsylvania cool. um so hopefully you'll be seeing a lot more um of east of eden in the next six to twelve months not only online and on social media um but live and in your town Okay, so we're going to be looking forward to see the band live in addition to releasing a uh, full-length record with uh, more great songs like Happy Endings. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out. I'm going to wrap up the podcast. I need to do a little business with you when we're done. You got a few minutes to hang out? Absolutely. All right, guys. Everyone, you have been listening to my talk here with East of Eden and uh, the, the really great bunch of guys, uh, fun-loving guys, which is obvious, but serious musicians as well. Uh, the music is fun, catchy, infectious, high energy, but there is that depth to it, and that's really uh, one of the things that really sets these guys apart. Uh, you can go to, which we didn't talk about, but I will go ahead and plug it right now, the East of Eden website. You want to go to uh, east of Eden FL dot com. That is East of Eden FL FL as in Florida uh, abbreviation dot uh, com. And you can uh, you can jump off from there to all the social stuff. They do have a website. I mean, they do have a Facebook page. It's East of Eden FL Facebook dot com backslash East of Eden FL. Uh, great video, by the way, to happy endings. So you definitely want it. When you get a website, you can check out the video. It's really, really cool. It's a lot of fun. And you get and you definitely immediately see what all the you know, the energy and everything is all about that's kind of oozing out of the speakers. It's a cool thing. That is East of Eden FL. All right, guys. Lou Lombardi here at the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Check back with that often. Uh, and we really do thank you guys for all the downloading and everything you've been doing because this has boosted us up into the top five uh, in the past couple of months here on uh, iTunes. We've been a top five music podcast on iTunes, so we're really excited about that. Uh, if Real quick, if you are a musician and you are looking to do more to leverage the internet to grow your fan base or to get your fans more engaged, please uh, check out what I have for you there at lulombardimusic.com backslash more fans now lulombardimusic.com backslash more fans now I'd be happy to uh, get on a coaching call with you and uh, see what we can do to kind of uh, help point you in the right direction and maximize everything you have going on Oh, my goodness. Uh, we whittled away another half an hour here just uh, talking about music, which is what it's all about. And uh, with the boys from East of Eden, Luke, Owen, and Marco, great bunch of guys. And uh, one more time, their website is eastofedenfl.com. Been listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out, and I'll catch you guys on the next podcast.